This is TNT Sports Podcast. QT Ski, LK. Let's go. TNT, we back. Logging in to see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golf and rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can speak. From the Rockets to the Heat. Well, the Rockets to the net. Slick, weird, big beard. All my James Harden flex. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking this. TNT, that's a T with a hyphen. ENT, if you're typing, seeing me, that's a likeness. Shout my bikers, and we do it just like Next night. to the max is like I'm Stephen A. Right Tag me in your subject. t Facebook, Graham, or Twitter page. Everywhere. Tell me who you loving. Big discussions for you, sport or house. Jackie Moon Tropics. What that like? Oakland straight 30 bobbing. Tommy Brady pockets. Who had drunk up in the party? Toss Lombardi, get it started. Mardi Gras Mike can't be guarded. My new spicy like New Orleans weather. Local national form, we get it. Working overtime, Kevin, do mine with the coverage. I'm on you at no the line. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking this. TNT, we back. Logging in to see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golf and rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Lame the topic, we just Good morning, this is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 96, and this morning I got a original person that started uh, joining me with the podcast before, man. She's been here plenty of time. I got 8 million on the show with me this morning. Ashley, what's going on with you? Hey, bro, what is going on? Shout out to you. You you still doing your thing, man. I love it. <laughs> now, you doing your thing, too, man. I see you still, you get some good people on your show to sip and sit, man. But again, if anybody know who you are, can you introduce yourself and tell them who you are? They shouldn't know by now. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Well, they don't know, I am a Millie. I am a host and MC. I've worked in radio for um, a number of years, and now I am doing my own thing. I have my own uh, platform called The Sit and Sit, where you can watch me each and every week. Um, between Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I interview different entrepreneurs, different artists every week. So, um, yeah, I'm just your just a small town girl with big city dreams and and I'm gonna keep pushing for them. That's dope, that's dope, man. And we'll talk about you for a second, man. I've been keeping up with you with the sip and sip, man. It's, it's been getting good and better and better every episode, man. What what's the process like, man, like getting your people and stuff now, man? Cause you it's like you slowly grinding getting bigger people now. Well, I, I'm just, you know, thank you so much for that compliment. I'm just um, hungry for it. You know, you got to fix your plate of opportunities and eat. So one thing I do is if I come across people that I know um, that have a business or they are a singer or a rapper and they just want that media exposure, 
then it's like, hey, let me hit you up. I'm not shy about sliding in those DMs. I'm just going to, let me just be clear. I'm not shy sliding in those DMs. So it for me, it's just, you know, um, hey, how you doing? I see you are on your grind. I see you are, are doing your thing and whatever that you do. And how about, you know, you come on the sip and sit. I have this platform. And that's how I just go to them. Some people I am familiar with and some I don't know, but... The, the recent thing is that I found out that a lot a lot of people are being told that I have a platform so they are now starting to hit me up and I, I and still you know sometimes it's still like pulling teeth trying to get guests to come on your your platform but now it's like people are starting to see who a Millie is people are starting to tune in and they are referring people to me so they're hitting me up in the dms each and every day hey can i be on your platform hey i got this coming out and i would love to be a guest on your um on your show how can we set this up so it's a good feeling that people are now starting to see you know the sip and sit and, it, and it's starting to continue to um elevate yeah that's dope man and going back to what you said about dms that's one thing about me too like i don't mind you know they can't I don't think they can say a no. So mm-hmm. I'll hit exactly. you. Yeah, can you be surprised who hit you back? Honestly, you'll be exactly. very surprised, man. Well, and you it. can't be scared. You just gotta go for it. Like, you know, like take it from me. If I'm a female and I like a guy and he in my DMs, I'm in his his DMs, I'm gonna shoot my shot. So it's like <laughs> I'ma shoot my shot with these celebrities, with these business owners, with these artists. I'm gonna shoot my shot. That's all I can do. Yeah, she putting real life situations in the mix, man. <laughs> she putting real life situations in the mix, man. But now nah, it's dope, man. I'm glad to see you doing what you're doing. Like I said, hey Miller, we always stay in contact. So she'll send me people, I send her people. We get yes. we, we get we work out together like that. That's my dog. Yes. And that's what it's all about, is is unity. You know, if I hear something, if I see something, of course I'm gonna slide them to you and you have uh done that for me and it's not a competition i want everybody to win and that should be the main goal because if you look at it you have so many other people um of different races that have podcasts or have these live shows um or whatnot and they're looking out for their own but we have to start looking out for our own as well we definitely gotta get better at that man for sure because we don't do it it's people up there that don't want to look down helping everybody else so I, I think that's a good thing we both try to do is try to reach out and help people, man. Definitely shout out to Jacoby, man. You sent him my way. Um, he was oh, on my yeah. Shout out to Jacoby. That, that's my gym buddy right there. Yeah. Like, we go to the same trainer. We'll be in the same uh, gym. Uh, around the same time, early in the morning, me and him, we, we meet up. When I see him in the gym, it's like early in the morning, like 7, 7.30 in the morning. And he's grinding as always. Yeah. So I'm proud of him. He's out here doing his thing constantly. And uh, we got to support our black authors. Yeah, we really did. do. Yeah, because he hit me in my DM. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. with that. Ain't really sent me. I like bet. Uh, and I got oh, his, yeah. his book, though, too. I got his book, too. So, man, if you ain't got his book yet, definitely try to get that, man. Or do get it. Support our own, man. Like we already yes. talked about. And his book is really, really dope, too. For sure, man. When you will get the merch? When, when am I going to get the merch? They want the merch. <laughs> the what? Your merch. Your merchandise. Oh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that. I have some ideas um, coming out soon and very soon. Um, you know, the month of March is, you know... Um, I kind of dedicated to Media Mavens yeah. month, and 
I'm like, okay, I gotta get this merch. I gotta get something dedicated to, you know, women in, in the industry and myself. So I'm, I got, it, it's in the works. Let's say that it is in the works. So hopefully I will. Um, I don't want to say too much on it because um, I don't want to uh, put out something and it's premature. But right. it is coming, ladies and gentlemen, this year. I promise you, it's coming. Yeah. It is coming this year. Yeah, one thing um, I picked up from Carlos from 85 South. I watched that faithfully, man. 85 South, DC, Young Fly, and all them. Carlos mm-hmm. said, I always give your fans something that they can touch or whatever that they can touch on, man. They, they can say, oh, this this day product, and I can wear it. So I took that and did my thing with that. So definitely shout out to Carlos for that as well. And, you know, your merch is doing well, too, because, you know, I still rock my uh, T-E-N-T podcast shirt i do have that shirt i actually uh wore it today and so um you know you grinding with your merch i see the hoodies out i see so many of your supporters and so many of, of people that you interview so it is just amazing just to see how your merch is out there and and it is selling it is it is out there yeah. So kudos to you and shout out to you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Shout out to everybody that, that support me and wearing the merch, man. And if you haven't sent me a picture yet, send me a picture of you rocking it, man. I don't care where you're at. You can be in the woods as long as you're wearing it. <laughs> I don't care, man. I'm a country boy. But, man, we're finna go and jump into the show, man. Um, this episode 96, man. We're getting close to 100, man. So it's getting close. But we're at 96 now. We're going to start off talking about... Bri- we're going to start talking about... Yeah, we're gonna start talking about Brittany Griner, man. Um, you know, with the whole Russia situation. Um, mm-hmm. At one point, it said she vanished, and um, she got uh, she been in jail for a few weeks now. Up there, man, what's your thoughts on that, man? It's, that's kind of that would be kind of scary. Honestly, it, it it is scary because, of course, you know, I feel like we are in World War Three. Yeah. I wish we. I, I mean, I don't want it to happen, but let's be realistic. Basically, it is World War Three about to take off. And what they're doing to her is, you know, I'm a little biased. I don't think it's fair how they are treating her. But then again, she shouldn't have what she had on her. So whether or not it was hers or, you know, you're in a different country. You're not in the U.S. And you know they don't play over there. So I feel like, you know, you put yourself in that situation. But however, how they are treating her over there is not right. I don't know if it's because she's a woman. Is it because she's black? Or let's be let's be realistic. You know, Russia can't stay in the U.S. right now. So they're really targeting you, um, U.S. citizens that live over there. Me personally, I don't want to live in another country. You know, um... For real, I'm just going to put it out there. But, you know, she was over there with work. I know she is a WNBA player. And so um, I just feel like when you're over there in these countries, do what they do, what their customs are. Like, don't don't get yourself in trouble because, I mean, I would hate to even be in her shoes right now. Yeah, she got to be terrified, honestly. But they say they did see her though. I think on uh, some U.S. ambassador or something like that. They mm-hmm. she they saw her, I guess. So they were they requested mm-hmm. to see her. So and that's good. Like I'm glad that somebody was able to see her. But um, I still think that once this is all blow over, it's gonna be a wake up call for a lot of people, especially if you play sports overseas, like in these in these other countries. Like, you just have to be aware where you are and do what's right. You know, um, 
all that illegal stuff, got to cut it out, especially if you're over there. I don't want to end up like her, and I don't want to see nobody else that's in sports or media or whatever um, in that situation. Yeah, and sometimes it could be worse than that. They cut heads off in some countries, man. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I do know this. Um, once she is cleared and free, whenever she is, of course, it, it's going to be plastered all over the media. You're going to have your... your um, your exclusive interviews from your uh, TV news, media sites, and especially your mainstream um, news, uh, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, they're going to have those first exclusive um, interviews. So I will be waiting to see what the mindset of her was, you know, while she was over there. And will she be going back over there? Is it worth going back to play for that Russian team? Right, and it was a big question mark, um, like right when this first started, because it wasn't really talked about on the media like that. It was on social media, but it was like on the news and all like that. So people were like, why is this not the biggest story right now? So um, they talk about anybody else, but not that situation, which they should have been talking about that situation. But I mean, mm-hmm. it goes back to now it's, it's saying about the the pay of WNBA players not getting paid enough, and uh, mm-hmm. opposed to NBA players and stuff like that. So I feel like. Women, they do the same thing men do, honestly. Uh, but it's kind of different because the NBA kind of market better than WNBA, so they should do better marketing them girls so they, exactly. can, get, so they can get paid better. Exactly. And and it's been like that for uh, for a long time. You know, if you look at when Cheryl Swoops was playing, when Lisa Leslie was playing, like during that time in the 90s, WNBA, they were – like a second choice yeah like you had inside stuff that came on you know on saturday mornings after city guys and saved by the bill tnbc used to come on um on saturdays and what do you see you see nba you didn't see wnba you you might see a clip here and there but it it was it was just second choices like you know nba wasn't really the top sport even if you look at it in today um, I get tons of emails from um, the Atlanta Dream. Yeah. And if you look at pictures, these women, they're doing their damnedest. They're doing their best to, you know, be the best for their team. But you don't see people come out to any of those sports. You don't see how it is for the NBA or the NFL. You, you, you don't, especially in Atlanta, you don't see that. And that's a problem that needs to change. We have to support women. We have to support um, these uh, female uh, basketball players or soccer players or whatever sport. We have to support our women. We matter too. Yeah, so like I said, they definitely should do more marketing to get, you know, because they playing too. You know, that's they, mm-hmm. they livelihood, they jobs and stuff like that. They got families to take care of as well. So, they definitely should market them better, man. Like, you can't even find a WNBA jersey. And there's a lot of NBA players that wear WNBA jerseys trying to support them to get them more money. So, mm-hmm. hopefully soon, like you said, we should support our women. I would go to the WNBA game. I mean, nothing wrong with seeing women play basketball. I mean, some of them dunking now, so. Exactly. I mean, they, exactly. I go to and Atlanta, they have the best of the best. Yeah, I go to another dream game, sit courtside. Why, why not? <laughs> I would, but. Anyway, hopefully they get better, man. And hopefully Brittany um, Griner get free soon um, and get back to the United States. And we'll see what she do from there as far as going back to Russia playing ball. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. We'll see. 
But next up, man, um, Deion Sanders back to Jackson State, man. You know, he just released yesterday that 22 teams in the NFL weren't reportedly, reportedly wasn't at um, Jackson State Pro Day. And he was kind of upset about that, you know. So just the nine teams that wasn't there, he said the Dolphins wasn't there, the Broncos wasn't there, the Eagles wasn't there, the Texans wasn't there, Bills, Buccaneers, Ravens, Panthers, Browns, and Vikings. So Deion Sanders kind of pissed off about that because he felt like he got equal talent at Jackson State opposed to, you know, your Florida States, your Auburns, your Alabamas, you know, your, your white institutions as well. So uh, he, he won a fair, you know, fair situation for all his players as well, as well as them. So what's your thoughts on that about, we talked about this before, you know, because we all with the HBCUs trying to compare them to a white school. But a lot of talent do come from black schools. But what's your thoughts on that? Do Deion Sanders have the right to be upset? I mean, at this at this level, the talent is at HBCUs. We always look at the D1 schools, but we have talent here. Why aren't we not looked at as equal like a, as a D1 school? Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at it, we have so many talented kids um, that play football at different HBCUs. Why can't they have a chance? Why are they like the last string? Why, why, why can't we get looked at? And I, I feel them. I would be upset too. Here I am. I am a, a NFL champion, and I've been for so many years. I played for so many years. Now I'm giving back to my community. I'm um, at a HBCU. I'm giving players an opportunity that they never had in their lives, and here I am, me. You know, prime time changing. You know, HBCU sports, and you gotta give it to him. He has changed HBCU sports, especially in this era of yeah, today. He did a lot. And you mean to tell me that no other NFL team will come look at my 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 uh, my players? Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. We always look at the D one school, and for what we they got the same talent. We got the same talent. You might have better facilities, but we got equal um, facilities. We got passion. We got heart. So to me, it, it is a slap in the face. Yeah. Like I've worked with you, I played with you, and now you can't come see what I've done for HBCUs. Yeah, I would be very upset, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and put my my feet in um, the shoes of other teams having to come look at those players. I would think if I was a scout, I would be thinking like these boys they gotta get out the mud because they don't have marketing to go back to marketing too. They don't have the market right. like the white schools have or whatever. So I'd be like, man, I might want to go look at them because they may they got more fighting them because they got to really, really come from the mud with it. So that's what I'd be looking at because they grind different at HBCU as opposed to, I mean, not saying they don't grind at other schools as well. They play hard as well, but it's a different kind of grind, I think. Right. And we have, and we, we, we didn't grow up with like a silver platter. Like it wasn't handed to us. We had to earn our spots on the team. We had to earn everything that, um, is given to us and I just feel like they have to consider us consider HBCUs I mean if, if you look at HBCUs like Alabama State or Tuskegee Alabama A&M we have had players from these schools go straight to the NFL mm -hmm. and even you know years prior in the 80s and the 70s and stuff and in the 90s so I don't understand what the disconnect is between an HBCU and a D1 player. If they're the same, they have the same stats, 
the same rushing yards, the, you know, starting, whatever positions that they play, they are starting, but it's hard for them to get in the NFL. It's hard for them to get looked at. It's hard for them to just be on that level with a D1 school or D1 um, player. But just because I went to HBTU, you look at me differently. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of kids from D1 schools drop back down and go to HBCUs, too. For, mm-hmm. for that reason. That's so, true. I mean, did I look at that, too. So, yeah, I would probably be upset, man. And, and he knows, because, you know, he played in the NFL. He was a superstar. He was a pro bowler. And I can't even count how many times. So, he, yeah, you got the right to be upset, man. Cause he, he really put a um, light on HBCUs, man. Um, he, he just he just not focused on Jackson State. He really focused on all the HBCUs. Well, well, right, man. exactly. He had done a lot. Even with the HBCU combine, you know, he played a number in getting that um, started. So, man, big up to Deion Sanders, man. Because, like I said, he, he did a lot. He took a lot of criticism, too, for it. But he, he did a lot, man. Um, so, like I said, his daughter um, posted, at least she's going to Jackson State too to play basketball on scholarship. Yes, too, so I, I saw that as well. So, you have all three of his kids yep. um, are now, well, getting ready. One is getting ready to be enrolled in the fall. Mm-hmm. And now you have all three, three kids that are going to be attending um, an HBCU. And for him to, you know, go to a Florida State, a D1 school, um, to me, it's so funny because we know that NFL players, they come from these D1 schools. Those are the first pick. But now, with his two sons, and they are not bad players. They wow, are they really, not. really good. So, <laughs> I wonder when they get to the league, how is it going to be? Will they be the first round pick, the second round pick? I'm very interested in seeing how that is going to go. Yeah, and Shiloh Sanders, man, he speaking of people that dropped back down from D one colleges, his son Shiloh dropped down to uh, Jackson State. He was at what South Carolina State, I think South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. there. He dropped back both down. Both of them were. They were both committed to South um, South Carolina. Yeah. So I mean, cause he actually played what one or two seasons. The Shiloh did, and then what's his name? He had a he was uh he didn't know what he really wanted to go, but he committed to some school, but. He, when Dion got hired, that's when he came up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like crazy. And he didn't play his first year, I don't think. So, but yeah, they, that goes back to day. Even D1 schools to come play at the HBCU, that that says a lot. It does. And it they, really does. And they're making a lot of noise too. And it, and I know Dion. I mean, I'm watching Dion. He don't play the daddy son thing on the field like you shouldn't. You know, it's coach. But they play out there, man. They had to, He said on the Instagram that they had to earn their position. Like they had to earn. It. He allowed his son to wear 21. <laughs> he was shot the number twenty one. He had earned it, so oh man, so it was nothing given to them boys. They playing though, man. Especially the daughter, she cold in basketball too. So I oh yeah, she, she is. She cold. I, I definitely will see her being the next Lisa Leslie or Cheryl Swoop. She will. She will be going to the WNBA. Oh yeah, sure. I guarantee that. She's she's well on her way. That you that family is a, a, a is deeply rooted in sports, so they are going to shake up this this sports world when they get to the pros. You better believe that. Yeah, and um, DeAndre, his oh his oldest daughter, she managed the two boys. She the agent. <laughs> oh wow! So, too, and she will obviously get the daughter too when she do her thing. So, I'm like, dang, killing it. 
So yeah, the they whole keeping fa- it all in the family, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, the oldest son he played at SMU, so he got he do clothing. He got clothing line now called Well Off. So they all busy, man. All these people mm-hmm. busy. So they are all are. That's dope, man. Definitely, man. Um, you know, something had served on his toe. He had to get a toe amputated too. I think, yeah, so. That's crazy too, but you know, um, definitely shout Deion Sanders, man, um, doing what he's doing and fight for those kids like they is, man. So that's dope, man. And like I said, he's just not focused on Jackson State, he focused on all the HBCUs, and he has made a major impact and an effective way to all the HBCUs, whether they're MIAC, SWAC, whoever, whoever they with. So that's definitely salute to Deion Sanders, man. But anyway, man, what's up next with you, man? What you got next with Sip and Sit? What's going on with you? Oh my gosh, well this month I have been doing Media Mavis Month, so if you don't know what that is, is of course, you know, it's Women's History Month, but I kind of wanted to put my own spin on it and show love to all of the women that are in media, in radio, television, in film, um, that are female DJs, because I feel in my career... We don't get a lot of love, especially as journalists. We do not, female journalists do not get enough love. We are often disrespected by our male counterparts. We, we, we don't get enough love. So this is me showing love for the women in my profession. So um, the month has been, oh my gosh, super, super great. Um, so many strong women with uh, stories um, in media, how they got their start and what keeps them going and advice for up and coming females that are in college or want to um switch careers and want to get into this journalism field it's not easy i've been i started um in this business at 22 i'll be 35 lord's willing in august that's a long time i've seen everything the good the bad and the ugly and um this month is just very very dear to my heart because we have to celebrate our queens. We have to celebrate women. And not just black women, but all women in general. Um, we have to celebrate us because if you look at it, you know, back then women didn't have a vote. We didn't have a voice. We couldn't even um, issue a divorce from a man. We couldn't own property. We could not do anything. So basically, if you don't know, we were to be seen and not heard. We are supposed to do what uh, our wifely duties, and that was it. So now women... We have our own month, and it should be not just one month. It should be every month because we we are the cream of the crop, especially as black women. We are the cream of the crop. So um, this month has just been um, just been so awesome, just really talking with so many great, great women and that I am inspired by. And I want to continue to um, to do this uh, every year, highlight women in media and that's all of that I have this month. I know next week will be coming to an end, so I do have a guest for that. Um, I am booked for April and May at BB Kings in Montgomery, Alabama. I am hosting um, they their Thursdays unplugged. So if you are an artist or know any artists in Montgomery, Alabama that want to get that exposure, that need to get that exposure, um, they can contact me. Uh, follow my Instagram. My flyers will be posted. So I'm just really trying to be booked and busy. T. That's what. That's the goal for the rest of 2022 is to be booked and busy and not be in um, invisible anymore. I guess to 
a lot of people. And I often I say that because um, I go through these phases where I'm invisible and nobody really sees me. And so now it's my time to shine. It's my time to be out there on the front line. It's my time for you to see me and see what I do, see my talent, because it is going to take me far. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's it. And I, I want to have this merch coming. Um, I got some other projects that I'm working on right now. And hopefully, um, if everything goes well, I will be bringing something to Alabama State. Oh. Later on this year, so I'm gonna pray on it, and you pray for me, and keep rooting for me because um, I want to continue to leave a legacy, and I want to continue to change the game, especially for women in media. So that is, that is what I have coming up this year. It, it is, you know, I'm rocking and rolling. So um, last year I felt felt like it was my down year. Um, with the whole pandemic from mm-hmm. 2020 last year is you know with my down year with a pause year now I'm pressing play it's time to get in the game the warm-up to to the game so that's what is going on in this first quarter right here okay that's dope man she gave y'all a mouthful (laughs) (laughs) that's dope man oh no definitely big shout out to all the women man especially black women man it's crazy now man because a lot of men don't want women to still have a voice so Uh, Yes, that's crazy. Yes, and it's our time now. It's our time to have a voice because we've always had it, but it's always been, you know, you to be seen and not heard. And I felt like that in my career that um, women journalists or women um, in these high-powered positions in the industry, nobody takes us seriously. We are very disrespected. So now it is time for everybody to hear our voice we are here we're not going anywhere we've been here but it's time for you guys to see who we really are especially in media okay it is man um amen man drop your social media for the people so they can watch your sip and sit show live on instagram yes if you guys tune in every week follow me at a marie a-m-a-r-i-e underscore the number two and the letter u Please follow me. Uh, shout me out. Hit me in the DMs if you want to be a guest on the show. Um, hit me up. Hit me up. I'm here, um, and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, it is, man. You'll be seeing her interview on Beyonce one day. I'm telling you. Watch. You know what? I'm putting that in the atmosphere. I will be uh, interviewing Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter, because I am a proud <laughs> member of the president of the Beehive. So... Uh, Beyonce, if you listening, girl, if you listening, I'm, I'm just saying, I would love to interview you. We can set it up, girl. I can come wherever you at, or we can do virtual, whatever you want to do. But I will be interviewing you. And I'm telling y'all, when I I will know I have arrived when I have interviewed Beyonce Knows God. That's said, all I'm going to say. She said the whole name. Good night. Yes. <laughs> you got to see, when you are a, a, a Beyonce fan, you got to know they, they, they birthday, they height. She is a Virgo. And, you know, you got to know her whole name. That, that's what a true fan is. I hear you. I know Beyonce flew you out there. You would know how to act. That'd give you like a good hour to cool down. <laughs> nah, just messing with you, man. But nah, man, uh, A Miller the homie, man. I appreciate you taking time to be on the show, man. I know you be busy. I be busy. So I'm glad we finally got together and got it done, man. I 
I appreciate you for having me on again on your platform. And um, just for all of your listeners out there, um, please take the time out, support T, support his business, support um, his podcast, because he is really making moves out here um, in, in the city of New Orleans, in Troy, Alabama, his hometown. Um He's always been professional, and he's going places. I'm telling you, this man—he got ideas, and he's he's on the move. So you better catch him while you can. Hey. So um, I just want to give you your flowers, bro, because what you're doing, um, a lot of people can't do it, and a lot of people don't have the confidence to do um, a podcast. But you make it look easy, and look at you on your 96 episodes. So you should be proud of that, because um, a lot of people. Um, are really not confident to do it so um and i wasn't confident at one point but watching you has you have always been an inspiration um having a platform so i just want you to know that and give you your flowers because um you 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 on the move bro and we see you we see you yeah i appreciate that man i'll say this before we go man like i ain't know if they gotta be recording no podcast i was shot growing up so <laughs> I won't talk to nobody. I was shy. <laughs> but you not shy no more. Yeah, even even in college, man, I wasn't talking to nobody like that. I had like my little my little group, and that was it. Like I wasn't talking to nobody like that for real. But you know, you grow up and you you live and you learn. You make things happen. Yeah. But yeah, man. But that's it, man. It's TNT Sports Podcast episode number ninety six. Good morning, y'all. Have a good morning.